get a little bit confused when shoulder in is mentioned and not so much what the shoulder in is but how to well set your horse up firstly and secondly what is the darn angle that's the correct angle for the shoulder in but don't worry if that is the case this week we are going to sort it out and we're also going to sort out the angle issue as well Hi there guys, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success where we create these audio horse riding lessons that you can download and you can listen to as you ride your own horse in your own arena, in your own saddle or from your own saddle at your own time. So we create these, they're daily, there's five lessons every week, Monday through to Friday and each are 12 minutes long so they're a kind of short, sweet and to the point. But people find them very useful to have, well, I suppose, a little reminder in your ear telling you what to do and keeping you a little bit more on track than perhaps what can happen when we ride on our own. And I just have to mention that this week is the very last week that you can sign up for the 30-day trial. It is going away. So if you're interested, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash trial. The other thing I want to invite you to do is to pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free and you can get three free audio horse riding lessons there uh, we'll send them to you if you let us know where to put them we will get them to you ASAP as well but guys enough about that let us crack on with today and let's get into the shoulder in so the shoulder in well we know it's a lateral movement and we know that it's a kind of a confusing one because the horse has to bend around your leg but the thing is and bend around your leg at this 30 degree angle uh, but the thing is the horse also has to then move away from the direction that he's bent okay what a lot of people get confused about is the actual bend remember the bend must be consistent all the way from the head or from the pole right the way to the tail okay so you don't want to you see a lot of people and the horse's back is actually straight and they're really just overbent in the neck so that's very very important we're going to chat more about that in a little while so if you can imagine when you're riding your horse um any normal way where you're just going forward you're on two tracks okay so the inside uh, hind leg is following the inside front leg and the outside hind leg is following the outside front leg now when we ask for shoulder in you're actually asking your horse or putting your horse onto three tracks okay so all you're doing is because you are moving the shoulders in yes there we go it is well named hey because you're moving the shoulders in what's going to happen is the outside back leg is going to remain where it is it has its own track and then you'll have the outs the inside back leg is going to follow the outside front leg so because you've moved the shoulders in then now the inside front leg is going to get its own track all there on its own making up the third track okay so if you stand in front of your horse or a horse as the horse is moving down the long side of the arena in shoulder in you will see three definite tracks with your horse or that your horse's legs or feet are making and the middle track is going to have two legs on it okay the outside and the inside track or the the two edge tracks are going to just have one leg each and then the middle track is going to have two legs and the thing with shoulder in is we talk here i've just spoken here about this 30 degree angle that a lot of people get very confused with and it is but what i find confuses people is sometimes people ask for too much of an angle now i'm going to suggest you do two things first of all you're going to root 
through your old pencil case from school. And I want you to find a protractor, okay? <laughs> yes, one of those semi-circle-shaped uh, lovely things that we all hated in school to help us work out angles, okay? So if you get a protractor, it's actually very easy. If you can imagine lining up the, the straight side of your protractor with the edge of your arena and then using the semi-circle side to show you where 30 degrees. And you'll see that 30 degrees is actually not that big. And the thing is, guys, if you think about it, halfway, so halfway, um, if a right angle is 90 degrees, 30 degrees is less than half of that right angle. In fact, half of it is going to be 45 degrees. 30 degrees is actually two thirds of that again, okay? So what I'm going to get, get you to do if you don't have a protractor on hand, maybe you're riding your horse, is that if you're riding there now, if your horse is safe enough to do so, or even if you're, okay, but obviously stop the car first if you're sitting down somewhere, okay? Put your hands out in front of you, you know, like, um, I suppose, like a robot, or if you're going to pretend to do a choo-choo train, there we go, a choo-choo train, a train sort of an action. So just put your hands out in front of you a little bit, and what I want you to do is turn your upper body so as you are at 90 degrees. Your hands are actually going to now be facing 90 degrees, um, away from you. Okay, so let's turn to the right just to make things simple. So we're going to turn our bodies to the right. Our hands are now at 90 degrees. Now, okay, obviously that is quite uncomfortable. Can you feel that by turning your hands, your hips should have stayed, remained in the same spot, but then your hands are going to turn, so your shoulders have turned. Now, I want you to bring it back to halfway. So let's move back. We were at the full 90 degrees. Let's move back to halfway, which is 45. And just kind of, you know, I'm sure you can kind of I suppose estimate where halfway is super. Now I want you to look at the distance from between your halfway back to where you're perfectly straight and I want you to try and average two-thirds okay or move back 30% okay and there we go that's the angle you want and can you see how actually small that angle is so that's I think a lot of the confusion and a lot of the reason our horses maybe struggle with shoulder in is because we are actually expecting too much. And it's important to keep in mind that if you're actually trying for too much of an angle with your shoulder in, your horses are going to end up leg yielding down alongside, okay? You're not going to be doing shoulder in at all at all, okay? So that's important. Now guys, with shoulder in, often what uh, the quality of your shoulder in is going to depend on is actually the quality of the gait leading up to the shoulder in and we actually started doing this last week and i was finding that during the lessons i was keeping on telling people you know make sure you're half halting make sure you're half halting because it is vital that you set up the shoulder in correctly and that you set it up you you give or you i suppose give yourself allow enough time to prepare the quality of the the movement or the quality of the gait that you're already in before you actually ask for the shoulder in and that was why last week we actually done a full week on half holds so if you haven't listened to that maybe it might be a good idea to go back to that okay but um yeah you have to be able to set it up the other thing is your horse it does need to be able to show some a slight degree of collection as well in a gait. So this is not a movement you're going to do to a very green horse. And also your horse must have a good understanding of leg yielding before you attempt to uh, teach him a little bit of shoulder in or before you attempt to perform, I suppose, a shoulder in. So that's important to keep in mind as well. So how do we actually set up the shoulder in? Well, a lot of times people get a little bit confused about 
the as I say the setting up aspect of it and one of the easiest ways to actually set up your shoulder in is first of all to start it in walk and you can do your shoulder in a walk trot and canter but it started in walk um, and what I would suggest doing is start off on a small circle so let's say about a 10 meter circle because of it, you're on a 10 meter circle you're going to find that your horse is uh, quite bent I suppose around your inside leg on the circle to start off with and that, that's really really important because when you actually start off with your shoulder in and where you begin to perform your shoulder in it, your horse has to remain bent around your inside leg so by starting from a circle you're already kind of using your horse's natural bend to begin with to then take or to I suppose lead into the shoulder in and to use then in the shoulder in to make it a little bit easier okay now, I would also suggest that as at the end of your shoulder in, when you are finished, okay, when you've ridden the movement, rather than straightening your horse and kind of shifting his shoulders back in front of his uh, hindquarters, I would suggest you rather allow him then to continue on with another circle or to continue on in a curve around the arena. It's quite difficult to remain going forward, which is very, very important in the shoulder in, and remain going forward and then to be able to shift his shoulders back in front of his hindquarters again and if he's not very well balanced and very importantly if he's not very light in front he is going to struggle with that okay so that's important the other thing with the shoulder in as you're riding it and we're going to talk more about this tomorrow we're going to get in more detail with this but as you're riding it's very very important to make sure you don't collapse through your upper body and the reason is is because as you're asking for the shoulder in your horse's inside back leg is going to be taking a little bit more weight and the aim of the game is that he will actually begin to then transfer some of the weight from the front end more back onto the back end, okay? Now, he cannot do that if you are sitting there like heavy Nelly in the saddle, okay? So it's really, really important that throughout the shoulder in, you are carrying your body and you're allowing him to shift the weight and to bring that weight back. The other thing is, once you start shoulder in, I would initially only recommend doing three or perhaps four steps and then leaving it okay and then again bringing it back three or four steps and leaving it and the reason is is as i just said it does take a little bit more strain on your horse's back end and he has to over time develop the correct strength and muscles in order to actually be able to use his body and use his joints in his back end to work and to hold that weight properly so it's very very important that you don't overly stress your horse in the shoulder in okay so just very quickly before we finish up, your inside leg is what your horse is going to bend around, but also very important, your inside leg is also going to keep creating energy and ask for the forward yet sideways movement that's going to be happening underneath you. Your outside leg, really, really important. Your outside leg is going to control the hindquarters. And what a lot of time, I mentioned at the very beginning that sometimes people end up overbending the horse. Well, just as I suppose common a problem that shows up with shoulder in is the fact that instead of actually the shoulders moving in well the hindquarters swing out and it's your outside legs job to prevent that from happening so your outside legs going to control it but also it's going to also back up and help the inside leg in maintaining and creating that forward movement that's really really important and as I said you want that to for the the 
horse to begin to lighten in front as well. Your outside hand, well, your outside hand supports everything, okay? First of all, it's, it's going to control the degree of the bend, and it's also going to help to regulate the rhythm. Often when horses get a little bit unbalanced, and when they get a little bit unsure, they will begin to run through something. So your outside hand is going to be there just to control all that, and it's also going to invite your horse to move into the shoulder in, to move over, okay? And we'll, as I say, we're going to be chatting more about that tomorrow. And then lastly, your inside hand. Your inside hand is not yours. <laughs> Your horse owns that, okay? But yes, your inside hand, you want to be softly and just asking for flexion there, but very, very soft with your inside hand. Really, really, really important. As I mentioned, shoulder in can be done walk, trot, and canter. I would definitely suggest doing it first or opening it with a circle and closing it with a circle. And as you get more experienced, you can then begin to work it up and down the center line and along the quarter lines and across the diagonals. Just make sure that, as I said, you're going to try and keep that tempo and the rhythm. Remember we said that you have to set it up correctly in order to get a correct shoulder in. It's all about the preparation, okay? So make sure that throughout it that you are trying to maintain that consistent rhythm, okay? The other thing is try and make sure that you have that consistent bend all the way from your horse's head or pole to the tail, okay? Consistent, equal bend all the way through. And that you're not just allowing your horse to, I suppose, either break through the, and I say break, but you'll often see the back is straight and just the neck is overbent, or that they're swinging out their hindquarters. And guys, the thing is, shoulder in, it initially, it might seem like a bit of a daunting task, but trust me, get the protractor out, or just do that little exercise I told you there, and you might feel like a bit of a ninny doing it, but trust me, it'll, it'll actually show you how the 30 degree angle is not such a big angle at all at all okay and I think by doing that you can at least then begin to imagine in your head where you want your horse to be so it's when you actually ask for the shoulder and you're going to have a much better success rate at carrying it out so guys as I mentioned tomorrow we're going to be talking about setting it up and the angle we're going to get into a lot of details um, on Thursday sorry on Wednesday we're going to be chatting about maintaining the bend and then on Thursday we are going to be doing some exercises that will include the shoulder in and how you can actually work it into your schooling session as I said, very last week, you can sign up for the 30-day trial. It is going away. So if you want to do that, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash trial, T-R-I-A-L. We would love to have it on board. All of the members, well, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye.